You've tuned into the Bellingham Podcast for the week of April 10, 2020. This is a milestone episode 150. 150. Has nostalgia taken you yet? Because I'm AJ Barce. And straight out of 9226, those fabulous five digit zip code numbers. I am Chris Powell. On this episode, no classy intro, no charm or wit it is just a milestone episode where we get to have a conversation and continuing volume two of the quarantine chronicles next on the bellingham podcast hello hello <laughs> oh here we go again aj here we go again chris how you doing dude Oh, yes, as good as can be expected. That's a standard line. Uh, we're, we're in unique times, as we've said many times before. But uh, yep, this is, this is tough. It, it, it's tough. It's tough. But it's good to see you. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that uh, this time we decided to go the video route so that uh, we can at least play off of our nonverbal cues. Yes, we're actually uh, utilizing the technology. We are seeing each other as we're recording the audio, which you uh, are hopefully hearing right now. So yep, yep. Uh, congratulations uh, on 150 episodes of uh, mirth, merriment, and, <laughs> uh, and a, a magnanimous uh, content delivery. Cheers. Cheers. Yes. And we can't clink glasses, but you know, what are you going to do? So uh, on this episode, we are continuing with our quarantine chronicles. Last week, we skipped an episode per se. Um, we actually had a uh, special edition Analog Explorer kind of double hitter with our, our episode 40, 149. So if you're wondering where Chris and I were, um, we, we kind of put two episodes in one week because uh, Chris and I have um, very ramped up day jobs and there's not much time to... Uh, do podcast recording, um, yes. although we do use the medium a lot, but not in a fun capacity. Yeah, make no mistake, while uh, our day jobs are really, really, really intensely busy, uh, I think I could speak for AJ that we're very blessed to have uh, regular uh, gigs right now. And uh, we are in high demand, most definitely, both of us. So um, while the, the day job is incredibly insane let's talk about happier things like that interview last week yeah so last week you you heard uh episode 149 and also a special analog uh, explorer edition uh with darren who is the owner proprietor operator designer and just all around cool dude from uh, the united kingdom of zulu alpha straps even if you're not in the watch fam just take, take a listen to that episode one his sultry baritones chris i think he's more on point on baritone than than you are even i mean man he was it was silky i'm not i'm not in conversation or in competition for that at all at all uh <laughs> darren is well spoken and uh is great is a great storyteller and yeah. uh you know happy that he's part of the bellingham podcast story family anyway if you haven't checked out that episode do do so and uh cheers darren thanks for coming up on the show absolutely thanks for joining us uh on this episode we're we're kind of just this is this is kind of a free form episode folks this is the most that chris and i have talked outside of our professional capacity in probably two weeks so a lot of this is just going to be a freeform rift of how our life is and just sharing stuff i mean you can tell my filter is pretty much down right now but we're keeping it radio friendly let's uh yeah let's get this started okay so covid era work and life balance chris what what's going on in your realm uh well we talked about how we're able to cope with uh and, and to make it through the work day uh, in our last episode gotta shoot straight we're in about a, a month in or so from having uh remote working and not being able to be in 
uh, the office, at least where we were in Washington State. I got to say, an introvert such as myself in isolation uh, during the work week is not the best scenario. It's, a, it's an equation for suck on many levels. Um, and while I'm working from home and I'm blessed to be able to do so, my wife's already heard all of my joke material. And uh, <laughs> exactly. And so I don't have anything, anyone to riff off of. Uh, we know how each other's day is going. We can hear each other through the walls when we're in phone conversations uh, or with clients or something like that. I'm really getting to a place right now. And minimalism aside, uh, full immersion in uh, computer screens uh, combined with an urgency in the position that uh, I slash we have. I'm really starting to det detest technology. And uh, it, it's, it's like when you get hired to work in an ice cream shop and mm -hmm. the owner says, you can eat whatever, however much ice cream you want. Believe me, I've been ralphing uh, on <laughs> technology and the pressure that is involved in our current uh, situation. It is not a healthy uh, thing. And just to, I, I don't want to look at a screen uh, in the evening. And uh, mercifully, the weather's getting better here in the Northern Hemisphere. Uh, for those of you listening in the Southern Hemisphere, well, enjoy the coolness. Uh, but um, I just don't want to do any kind of teching after work whatsoever. And one thing that I have to do now that we've gotten word that uh, for the foreseeable future, we're going to be work continuing to work remotely. Um, I, I have to eliminate every source of visual distraction from my guest room makeshift office for my desk view, if at all possible. And so um, that is just something to be able to focus and be able to have the response time that I do without looking at, oh, that's a pretty picture. Uh, <laughs> or, oh gosh, I should really pick up that laundry. Um, you got to be able to clean up your workspace and keep that as sparse as possible so that you can focus on the task at hand. Uh, AJ, how about you? Much of the same, honestly, like early on in this whole thing, like, I don't know, for, for me, I kind of took the approach of, um, I don't mind isolation as much. Uh, cause I mean, put me on a mountain and I'm good, but I'm not on a mountain. I'm in my house, but for me, it's just more of, like I said, that, that morning routine sets me up for the rest of the day just because I don't know, I need that, 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 that mental functionality of I'm quote in the office and then clock I'm out of the office, you know, especially with us because we are dealing, you and I deal with a lot of synchronous communications on various platforms yes. that will not be named on the show, but it's just all, having all of that constant deluge of just notification and email and those distractions are more getting me down than, than anything else that's in in my, my zone of desk proximity. And, and the multiple vectors of communication that we need to monitor. It's not like uh, we just have one email inbox to manage. There's a whole lot of communication uh, avenues to reach us and to keep all of them uh, attended to, responding to in a timely fashion is really a drain because I love balancing one big plate, like working on one thing uh, and it, it's, it's just really tough to, um, you know, and, and what I've, what I've learned is, you know, in the previous era, um, I really sought out solitude just to be able to have that, uh, spectrum balance. Well, I'm in that solitude completely on, you know, pig that uh, pinned on that side of the spectrum. And now I'm actually, uh, realizing I'm a much better professional when I'm seeing people face to face 
and can uh, look at their you know, body language. And no, I don't really activate my video camera in Zoom meetings or other types of remote meetings. I, I usually have just audio as I'm uh, doing trouble uh, support calls, but um, it's, it's, really, it's really something that we are in-person professionals, technologists in what we're doing. I don't know. It, I mean, we do support remotely even before this, but it was one of those things where it was novel that when we would do it. And now that it's day in and day out, there's a, there's a whole other interpersonal skill that you have to bust out because you and I riff off of body language. We, we read a room, we read a person, we can tell when people are frustrated, somebody who's just tuned out, you know, we're academics in that regard. We can, we can read a room fast and having to do that, but also do it across a platform that a lot of people, this is new, this whole concept of remote work or getting remote help it is a new and novel thing for them. And so trying to get that through our filter and also read them of what their, what their frustrations are, you know, it's we're like we're doing double duty and it, it does, it's draining. Um, yeah. No, and yeah. it's, it's difficult. It's difficult to, um, so what, what I excel in when I visit a client is I can see the screen that they're seeing and I can pick off where they're making a mistake. Now there are some um, uh, remote meeting software pl- platforms out there that, uh, allow you to be able to view the other person's screen, you know, uh, and that's been very helpful in some cases, but I think just being able to be in person is something that is severely lacking and that it, that's a big part of the job that I didn't really quite realize hmm. um, and, and that I excel at. And so, you know, for the, for the months ahead, this is going to be hampering one aspect, you know, like when you lose a sense, you lose your sense of taste the other senses uh, activate more. And, uh, my sense of the in-person, in-person observation, I believe that's called IPO. Um, that is, uh, uh, something that I have to compensate in other areas, but it's a, it's a challenge. It's a drain in a lot of ways, but let, let's stop getting melancholy. Let's talk about some other good <laughs> things that have been going on. So let's, let's talk, let's talk. Uh, well, let's, let's actually talk about the fact that you might be listening to us on Camry 102.3 FM. Yeah, they're community powered, even though we're all staying in our homes. And you, <laughs> you can listen to KMRE on your FM dial at 102.3 FM or on the internets at kmre.org. Uh, stick around Saturdays at 3 p.m. They're still uh, wacky enough to be airing our show over the <laughs> FM dial. So we appreciate that. Thanks very much. Yeah. We greatly appreciate Camry. So let's talk about new things. Let's let's segue out of of our work nine to five, uh, five days a week digitally. Uh, yes. What's what's some new stuff that's on your plate, Chris? You fun know, stuff. Um, Good stuff. F- absolutely, I got some fun stuff for you right here. Uh, you know, when we're at home and we um, we're we're fortunate to have high speed wireless internet that could be streaming things. Um, did you know, at least Northwesterners? Uh, or people around the world, that uh, the Seattle Symphony, uh, if you've ever seen the Seattle Symphony live at Benner Royal Hall in Seattle, I hope to be able to go there one day with my wife in the future to be in person with a whole lot of people crammed around me in seats uh, next to each other. They are providing weekend performances, uh, quote unquote, live streaming. Last cool. weekend, uh, it was possible to watch a cello quartet it wasn't a live performance, but it was a recorded performance from their archives, if you will. Hmm. Um, and it's, it, and so it was called, you had me at cello. 
Um, oh, the pun. It was cheeky. It was cheeky, but uh, cheeky. it sounded wonderful. And here's some uh, wonderful classical music and watching it live uh, from the Seattle Symphony Archives this weekend as we're recording, which is uh, Easter weekend, for those of you playing at home. Uh, Robert Schumann's Symphony Number no. 2 is being aired on Saturday and Sunday. Same performance, two different times on Saturday and Sunday. We got a link to this and many more things in our show notes. And from a, for the love of gorgeous Jimmy Valiant, drink! Drink! <laughs> um, and so that's something that I've been uh, enjoying with my wife as we are exhausted uh, from a day of walking our dog, who's really fit and trim right now uh, from getting out there and getting walks. But what about you, AJ? What's something good that you've uh, discovered? So, so as, as somebody who is also a creative, so, you know, full disclosure, I'm on Patreon, patreon.com slash AJ Barce. I have a lot of friends that are also hurting right now um, because they're gig workers, they're artists, and, you know, things are rough around the United States and around the world. And so artists have had to kind of branch out. So for instance, I have friends that are performing artists, all their gigs, I mean, venues are closed. Like if you don't perform, you don't get paid. Um, and so, and we've seen a lot of this in the news lately where like um, even high end artists will do porch recorded like performances and then whatever donations that they get, you know, big, big artists will like donate it to the, the cause for, for COVID. But for smaller artists, you know, they're just trying to one, keep performing and two, you know, make whatever they can to, to make ends meet. So I started looking into a lot of different things. And what, what kind of hit me was I've been listening to a lot of streaming music. And I was just like, you know, Chris, you and I both have dabbled in the music arena. So you and I both know that there's not a lot for small artists. There's not a lot of payoff per stream when you're streaming nope. your music. It's, it is micro cents on the dollar per stream. And so I kind of dipped my toe back into owning my own music again. I do not have the the collection that you have, Sir Sir Powell. But over the um, years, uh, a pretty decent collection of stuff. Yes. A while back, I started looking at uh, revisiting LPs. I used to have, uh, you know, a, a a record player back in the day, and uh, mostly, I like having albums that are. I like the art. Like I miss artwork when it comes to albums, um, both in the compilation that is the album, as well as the packaging. That you, you, there used to be a lot of methodical artisanal stuff that would go into the packaging, the experience. Like it is the, the I argue the LP was the original OG like open boxing experience that you see on YouTube because you would have different stuff in the dust covers. Uh, the, the 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 actual vinyl itself would be artistically done and you don't get that with streaming you don't get it with with mp3 you know even cds i would argue really did that away you didn't really see that with the album art well the cassette tapes had the fold out notes the cds had squarish yeah. things but there was something that you could put a lot more into a record yeah, uh, internal inch, sleeves. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so over the the course of the last year, I've been slowly accruing specific specific stuff, mostly video game um, inspired uh, LPs. But I've and I've mentioned on the show, there's there's this kind of uh, ambient adjacent artist by the name of Chill Hop Music. Um, they're lo-fi, and they're kind of in the vein of of ambient music, but a little bit, I don't know, more. It it's a laid-back cousin sitting on the couch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, out of it, I, I've really been jiving on on chill hop music, and I found out that they have this thing called a band camp. 
okay, tell me more. So Bandcamp is basically a platform for artists to basically have a store. And it's kind of like Patreon type of thing slash Shopify slash Tag World. If you remember that back in the day, it was a social network for, for musicians that was kind of counterculture to, to MySpace. And so anyway, I went up on uh, Bandcamp and I found out that Chill Hop has a, has a store up there and I ordered one of their albums. Um, they're from the, the Netherlands, so it'll get here when it gets here. But what was cool about the experience, Chris, is here I am. I'm, I'm throwing money towards an artist that I've, I've listened to countless times on stream. Um, I have an LP coming in the mail for, I don't remember what it was like. I'll say it's 30 euros for a, a double double album LP. And then you get download links, high fidelity download links straight from the artist. Lossless files, MP3 file, you, you name it. You want it, you got it, you paid for it. And then if there's any extra art that was part of that thing, they'll slide it in also in that, that download. It was just a really slick experience. And so out of it, I also found a different artist because I found out that Chill Hop is kind of uh, a collection of different artists, both musical and uh, design. So like uh, Chill Hop's little cute raccoon, you know, is the, is the typical logo. Well, that, they, they kind of a rotating band of artists that do the design work for Chill Hop and then a rotating band of um, artists that do the music. And so out of it, I found this other artist called Dry Hope, all one word. And Dry Hope had this album, um, I think it was called White Oak, White Oak. But out of it, and I just went down this, this rabbit hole and supported artists. We're not talking much. Like I think White Oak's digital album, they didn't have a record, was like four euros, you know, for, you know, five, six tracks. And it's stuff that I listen to anyway, and I was able to support an artist. So my long tirade rant on this, folks, is... It wasn't a tirade. This is a well-versed well, uh, viewpoint on some good music. Think about musicians right now. Think about them. And if you are listening to whomever on Spotify or whatever or YouTube, think about, hey, how could I support them? Some of them have tip jars. Some of them have Patreon accounts. Or some of them might even have a band camp. I'm just encouraging you, because we are locked up and you are consuming much more media than than before think about throwing it throwing it directly to the artist that's all i'm trying to say if you have the funds available you know for the longest time uh, it's a society thing at least here in the northwest a lot of people spend money on going out to eat yeah. well uh, if you're still uh, partaking in the takeout that's one thing but uh, you know the coffee shops aren't there for the quick some of that money can stack up uh, over time and if you have these funds that would be a great way to be able to Give someone some tangible appreciation for what they're doing. Uh, my favorite current rock band, uh, getting away a little bit from Bandcamp, but there is a rock band uh, from Sweden, I believe, or in the Netherlands called Eclipse. Hmm. And uh, this, it, I, like, as soon as I heard this band, and they've been around for a number of years, but I just discovered them a few years ago. OMG. Uh, it was exactly what I wanted. And it's, my, it's like my go-to music, but it turns out that they had a live performance in a recording studio with the appropriate distancing of their instruments that was being huh. recorded uh, on April 1st last week. And it was, you know, in their time zone. So it was going to be uh, at a certain time, but uh, they were selling tickets to it on cool. social media. So therefore, since I don't do much on social media, I missed out and I'm mm. still trying to find, you know, hopefully they'll be able to take that performance, which I saw a YouTube clip of someone, uh, yeah, that was electric, no pun intended. Uh, but you know, keep your eyes peeled for your artists or your musicians doing something online uh, outside of the typical free streaming verse uh, and, and do that. You know, if you're on Bandcamp and you're like me, because everyone 
is of course entitled to my opinion. Um, <laughs> you will be listening to some glorious ambient music to help you make it through the workday uh, in the background. And uh, there is a label called Archives Dub Music on Bandcamp. Uh, they, this is exactly what I'm listening to. All of their artists, without question, have these wonderful soundscapes, new ambient soundscapes for, for the 20s, if you will. Hmm. Uh, archives dub music and then there's this other artist named quaj basket k-w-a-j basket thank and, you for uh, pronouncing this, that because i was trying to figure that out well i don't know if it's even pronounced correctly but otherwise i'm americanizing it it's quaj basket uh <laughs> this is a musician who has an exploration into ambient minimal guitar music hello that's talking my game and it's just these beautiful little uh, environments and uh, their music is available on Bandcamp. You can preview the tracks and then uh, download them uh, as well. So along those lines with uh, listening to streaming, uh, it's not just YouTube and uh, Spotify and those other joints. Uh, I discovered a live streaming audio uh, website called 9128.live. Yes, kids, we're not in the dot-com age anymore. It's also it's 9128.live is the web address. And this is, uh, it's kind of like the, uh, the nerdy, reclusive uh, second cousin of the chill hop sitting there on the sofa having a cup of coffee and the uh, soma-endrenched uh, napping ambient uh, cousin. <laughs> 9128 Live has some pretty cool uh, audio mixes by DJs, and it's based from a website, uh, an ambient music blog called A Strangely Isolated Place. And if there was ever a website that was completely appropriate for this era that we are in right now, it's a strangely isolated place.com. And so uh, I've, I've thoroughly been enjoying 9128, which actually, if you flip the numbers around, it's a little bit of a take on ASIP. Uh, which is uh, a strangely isolated place. Anyway, got a link to that uh, for you. After when you're done listening to our show, click that link and you'll be able to listen to some good <laughs> quality ambient music. <laughs> but I got, I got one more thing that I discovered that was rather, uh, it, 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 it appealed to my inner teenager. Mm -hmm. All right. Now I've mentioned many times before, and if you've caught some of the references in, the, in previous episodes, I'm a fan of pro wrestling. Wait, what? Yes, and, and since I uh, was a, a, a days of my youth, I've been a fan of all the pro wrestlers out there from the 80s and beyond. Well, it turns out that uh, a very popular website out there called vice.com, uh, mm -hmm. Vice TV is a thing and is a rather popular thing among the kids. Well, they've got a mini documentary series called Dark Side of the Ring. Hmm. Oh, AJ. Oh my, oh my goodness. The, these are 45 minute uh, glimpses into what goes on behind the scenes. So a, a very pivotal moment, a clock tower, lightning striking the clock tower moment for pro wrestling was quote unquote, the Montreal <clears throat> screw job with Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels from 1997. Uh, they did a 45 minute mini documentary behind the scenes on that. The tragic story of Chris Benoit and what happened to this a uh, wonderful wrestler and how that just went into a heartbreaking uh, right turn. Uh, the fabulous Mula, uh, this ECW violent wrestler named New Jack. Um, all of these stories with a lot of inside people, you know, on the inside of the squared circle, if you will, available on Vice TV called Dark Side of the Ring. Oh my goodness, that is how I've been enjoying 
uh, being under lockdown, quarantine, if you will, uh, no ankle bracelet from the parole officer this time. This is just based oh, on good. the you know, governor mandate. Uh, I've, this is the type of content that I'm thoroughly enjoying. I find it funny that this entire episode pretty much is dedicated to audiophilia when you think about it. Uh, so if we're going towards audiophiling, uh, Chris, you and I have gone through the rounds when it comes to headphonage. And yes. especially from the working at home and, you know, staying at home, playing at home, doing everything at home, uh, being isolated in your own head and having, say, uh, quaj basket or chill hop in your, your, ear, your ear balls. Let's do a rundown of some of the headphones that we have put through its paces and kind of help camps. One, the, the ones that got good battery life. Two, the ones that good, have good audio sound. And three, the ones that have actually good microphones so you can actually listen and also take that um, Zoom or Skype or whatever call uh, all at the same time. Yeah, I'll get the first one out of the way. For some reason, anytime Apple debuts a product, I don't want to use the word puke, but anytime they debut a product, um, everyone goes gaga for it. And so their AirPods, these little... Uh, white devices that plug into your ear holes uh, pair nicely with your iPhone or iPad or uh, Mac computer. Yeah, they, they sound great. It's not completely thump bass like uh, you would be in a 15-inch uh, subwoofer in equipped mm -hmm. car, uh, but it, it's integrated with the operating system. Uh, their price, that's the, that's the kicker. Uh, it's, it's an investment to get those AirPods. I, I purchased uh, AirPods in the first generation a little bit after they came out because I wanted to try it out. And if I didn't like it, I'd flip it. I'd sell it and get my, you know, a little bit of a, less than my money back. I was able to take those AirPods and effectively eliminate my desktop phone since at the workplace we have voice over IP software for our tele telephony, telephony, uh, phony telephone. Uh, and so that is my... Uh, speaker and microphone. And so therefore I don't need to uh, make my coworkers subject to a speakerphone of my client talking. Uh, and then I can also use that as a microphone as well, but it's the price. It's the yeah. darn price. And a lot of us uh, out there, especially nowadays don't have the cheddar to be able to throw down on that piece of cheese. So uh, if you look at, on some websites, one that we've mentioned in the past, that's the uh, global marketplace. Check out Anchor's Soundcore Life P2s. They are about, oh, I don't know, depending on what model you get, a quarter of the price yeah. of uh, AirPods. And uh, I'm actually listening to, or I have one right now in my left ear, uh, that it works just dandy uh, as far as call quality with clients, for listening to music, I don't need Dolby 7.1 surround sound to listen to my ambient soundscapes. I'm doing just fine with the $40 Bluetooth earpieces. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, and it, so I, you know, Soundcore Life P2s, fairly reasonable price. Uh, great way to be able to eliminate the cords from your phone. AJ, what have you been messing with? So I've been messing with a few actually, largely because my wife also has to work from home. I'm working from home. And you got to isolate those calls. Yes. And, and you're right. Those AirPods, they're pricey. And then on top of that, they have one other fatal flaw. If you have big ear holes like I do, they don't stay in. I don't care how great that they're supposedly are. They fall out of my ear if I turn my head. 
I'm 75 inches and an eighth of a ton and I uh, don't have big ear holes. So (laughs) (laughs) this does not apply to me, but AJ, I feel you. And so, so yeah. And I think, I think the AirPods one, they go for like what? Uh, Depending on where you get it. Let's, let's just say not to have any sticker shock for someone uh, researching. Let's go 120. Yeah. Because it came out about 160 new and they've dropped in price since the new fangled. Oh my gosh. uh, Latest and greatest. Yeah. The pros. Cause everything's pro nowadays. <laughs> right. Right. So, okay. So my wife actually has the same Soundcore life P2s that you have and cause you know, she knows what's good for her. Well, it, so, okay. So they're, they're good. I mean, you know, the, the cool thing about those is that you're right. The call quality, she does a lot of calls. They have this yep. four microphone setup so that they're good. The thing about them that drives me nuts is I think they're great for calls. I don't like them for music. I, I think they, they don't have the frequency range, even for like ambient stuff, like you're, you're, the bass, there's the, barely any bass, it's very trebly, and there's yep. no way to push a, a, a profile to it. So you can't, you can't do your own EQ if you have a hearing loss issue or if you just know what, what um, shape of an EQ curve that you like, you just can't do it. The, the flip side to those, I would say, is my Roken Ascent Micros, which I've mentioned on the show kind of look like what'd you call them look like bullet casings sticking out of my ears pretty much because they they don't have the little leg that comes down like on um like on the the, the airpods or the the sound cores right. the problem with them is is that they're absolutely garbage when it comes to phone calls <laughs> the oh. the the microphones on these are horrible hmm. but but if you're listening to music uh they're great because i could i could push an eq profile um, they had like five different presets and they sounded great. The battery on this is great. I charge it once a week. If I had to merge the two, that's where these ones came in. And that, these are the Soundcore Liberty Air 2s. So this is the upgrade, I guess, to the Life P2s. Sure, the and nicely all- equipped one. Yeah, they do the whole, like, if you open them up, they immediately start to seek your device. So, like, it's instant pairing, kind of like the the claim to fame that AirPods did. And you can get them for, without a coupon code, about 100 bucks. I think these were, like, you can usually find a 10 or 20% off coupon code because they're made by Anchor. Honestly, if you're looking for a pair of headphones that are the the overall, like, good for music, good for calls, these are the ones I would honestly recommend because they're also platform agnostic. They're not made by Apple and not tailored towards an Apple device. I use them on my phone, on my MacBook Pro. Like I said, the, the big thing about these for me is they're good for phone calls and they're also good for music if you're an audiophile because you can actually not just push a EQ to these, you can actually custom one. So it has like a 10 band EQ that you can push to it. These are from some of the best sounding headphones for ear earbuds I've I've ever used, Chris, for Bluetooth. So these are the li- the the Anchor Soundcore Liberty Air Two, not the Life P Two. So no. go for the A, the Liberty Air. Yeah, yeah. The only downside to these these Liberty Air Twos, I only get maybe two or three days out of this case. I, I get all day, just like you. You know, I get all day on, on the microphone using them. So, so to wrap up the show, uh, we're kind of revisiting a, a kind of something that we were riffing on that a lot of other podcasts do, which is kind of like a, an end like of note of something and other. Just things that you and I like reference and something's fun, something's cool, something's quirky, something's just, you know, us. And in this time of being inside all the ding dong time, uh, video games are at an all time high. And 
a game that stumble, I stumbled up, uh, on that is family-friendly. My toddler can be in the room watching me play it. It's got dragons and knights. And it's a game from 2015 called King's Quest. Now, you play, huh. you play this, this, this young chap who wants to become a knight and later becomes a king. And if you were, if you were of the era like me where you were in elementary school and you remember the Choose Your Own Adventure book series... I know it well. Deadwood City, baby. That is what this game, this is what this game is. It is a narrative-driven video game where you, you do an action in the game and you can't take it back. It defines you as the character in the game. So that's the narrative-driven part. You have to basically do things that drive the story but are ca- uh, character points. So for instance, do you do something with brute force? Do you do something that is subtle? Do you do something that is coercive? And that builds who you are and it changes the story. My wife is playing this, I'm playing this, and my son, who is three years old, is playing this. And all three of our, our character, our king, is different. Hmm. So all I think st- if I was to play, I would use brute force. Well, you, but sometimes brute force gets you, puts you back. So you'll have to make choices. I don't care. I still want to use brute force. <laughs> I want brute force. Funny enough, I think my son's game character is like that only because he doesn't know what the controls are. Because um, we're of like mind. Give me donnez-moi brute force. <laughs> donnez-moi brute force. Ça va? Uh, so anyway, take a look at King's Quest. If you have an inner 10-year-old self and you miss choose your own adventures and you wished it was uh, a video game it's a fun game it's only i think it's maybe 20 bucks for like the entire five seasons of this five books as it were it's great if you have a ps uh, ps4 we should we should stick a fork in this uh 150th episode yep happy 150 podcast partner indeed right back at you with baseball bat let's uh, wrap it up go for it <laughs> that wraps it up for this 150th edition of the bellingham podcast thank you again so much for listening to us rating us reviewing us wherever you like to get your podcast remember if you're in the bellingham area you might be listening to us on kmre 102.3 fm the community powered and streaming worldwide uh, kmre.org and on that note from the, the city by the sailor sea i'm aj barce and stay healthy everyone that too. And I'm Chris Powell. Thanks once again for joining us on the Bellingham podcast. It's pretty much been two weeks since you and I have talked. Uh, two weeks and we are three quarters of the way to uh, yet another milestone. 200 episodes. Oh, well, yeah, there's that too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>